Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. Here. Nah, Isaac's good. Isaac's here. And this is episode 73, airing Monday, March 21st, 2022, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Before we start, I'd like to thank LumenSpot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all the other ones before it. Check them out in the links below, and we'll talk more about them later. So guys, how are you doing today? How are you guys doing? How are my buds? How are my buds? My buds been smoking some buds? <laughs> Man, good. Yeah, a little bit of a stressful day, but the, the buds have been helping with that as always. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Isaac, uh, uh, you smoking weed yet? No. Oh. All right. We'll get there. <laughs> We'll get there. Um, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, still we'll get love there. you. I love yeah. you and everything about you, yeah. including your tattoos. Your that's right, sweet little tattoos. That's right. Which are which are cartoons? Yeah, and that's actually I was gonna say we're gonna talk about something that's near and dear to all of our hearts today, right, Curtis? Cartoons. Cartoons. <laughs> yeah, we're the most mature. Po- we we are the most mature podcast on the internet, so we are gonna handle this with the utmost respect and dignity, and. Uh, S- <laughs> you guys remember the third episode of spongebob <laughs> <laughs> oh man um right. but uh but before we start railing on the cartoons and talking about the cartoons and everything like that we should always start the episode the same way we usually do right curtis absolutely with our bongs packed full of weed i got one right here full of some nice banana macaroon and i has that oh hold on change talking <laughs> <laughs> rock bud <laughs> and i got that good good rock bud right here oh yeah and hopefully oh isaac what do you got for us today is that a coca-cola a vanilla coca-cola a cherry kill coca-cola looks like a cherry cock cherry. to me cherry cock ah cherry, cherry cock. cock today ah cherry cock very good it's cock with cherry flavor cock with cherry now Bugs at home, hopefully you have your bongs packed, your bowls packed, your joints rolled, your blunts rolled, your vapes ready, your rigs ready, whatever your proper medical receptacle is, it is time to blaze it, toke, toke, smoke, or eat your edibles. Eat your edibles. Toke, smoke. God damn, that is delicious. And as as we always say, if you want to know about those uh, strains... Curtis, tell the buds where they can find those, the information. (laughs) So, Curtis, you want to tell the buds where they uh, can get the information about these lovely strains we're smoking this week? (laughs) Okay. So, Curtis, you want to tell the buds uh, where they can get the information about these tasty strains we're smoking this week? On our YouTube page, of course. Mm-hmm. We have, have plenty of content there, including our stream reviews, and we have other stuff that you can check out, including the podcast, which you are probably listening to right now. But check out our YouTube and subscribe while you're there. Do it. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff. We also have some great social media links for you buds to check down below in the description. We've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Discord server that's currently popping off. And if you buds jump in there, you can join in on the memes, the fun, the conversation, all around... Uh, great behind the scenes content that you don't normally get to see in front of the uh, actual camera metaphorically if you want some, 
Well, you can get some better behind-the-scenes content if you head over to our Patreon page, where you can start your donation for as low as a dollar, help the show get a little bit better, get some live content, get some content behind the scenes, and, you know, all, all that fun stuff. We love you for it. You can join our other patrons, such as Mr. Isaac, Mr. Benji Bills, and thank you all again. But, of course, you don't have to join our Patreon. Just a little subscribe, a little, little comment, a little share. Anything free, it helps. The, the free stuff feels good, too. Exactly. Uh, and Isaac, where do we game? Twitch? We do that. Oh, you guys are on Twitch. I'm on the hub. Twitch? <laughs> no. I'm on he the just hub. He just hasn't been he just hasn't been streaming as much, uh, but uh, but still at the same I time. I stream the least out of all of us, so but yeah. fuck it. We're still shouting it out. Good buds yeah. Shank, good buds oh. Curtis, good buds Isaac. Go mm. follow us. Yeah, like no. one of us is usually streaming at some point. I know I stream fairly regularly. Curtis and Isaac both. We all play. Very, we're all very variety streamers. So if you enjoy that kind of gaming content, go check out Twitch. But uh, before we start uh, bantering, Curtis, I'm gonna like this uh, this here doobie that I got. What do you What do you think? I'm gonna do the same thing. All right, all right. So why don't you guys just smoke the joints and the bongs at the same time? That's called a birthday cake, and I don't have time for that. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather, I just like to get a nice bong hit off the get-go to get a good rip into the lungs, and then I light the joint for it. It's kind of like, it's oh, kind of like on. taking a shot. It's kind of like taking a shot, like, and then, like, when you first get to the bar, and then grabbing a, grabbing a mixed drink, you know? Like, you, you kind of, you take the shot to give you an immediate boom. And then, oh yeah, Curtis can do both. He's smoking the joint and the bong at the same time. There you go. That's some quality technique there. Well, Isaac. <laughs> Isaac, sir. Well, Isaac. You have opened his eyes to a new thing. Mm. Now, for the buds at home who are listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, because I'm not certain if Curtis is going to animate that or I'm not. not. Um, basically, what he just did was he held the joint in his lips while he put his lips to the bong, to the top of his bong, and he inhaled through the bong with the joint inside of the bong, joint, joint inside the stem of the bong with like, so he inhaled through like the sides of his lips and through the joint to draw through the bong as he took a hit. And that was incredible. Frankly, it was amazing. And that's something that we may need to put on Instagram at some point, make that the new challenge, like call it the, like the joint, the joint stem challenge or something like that. But again, yeah, he's doing it again. Yeah, and that's solid. He's got the technique down now. Actually, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try too. Sorry, guys. This is gonna be the first part of the podcast. Just getting really fucking baked. Yeah, I'm gonna try this out myself actually, because uh, I've never tried what it. Did so. I do? You gave up with a great suggestion, Isaac. Hey, my joint is lit. You sound like you have tears in your eyes right now, Curtis. I don't. I can do this. Wipe some away. <laughs> you're too much. You're inhaling. You're, yeah, you're inhaling on your joint too much before you even start lighting the bong. <laughs> too much. No, it's too much. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. You know what? I'm gonna. Do, I'm gonna hit that later for you, buds, on Instagram. Needs the technique for Curtis. You gotta teach him the technique. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Curtis is gonna have to do a master class on the technique because he's got it down. Looks like he's doing the Popeye style. He's got it kind of like half held kind of thing. Um, 
I'm I'm gonna have to try that out for sure. Ugh. Okay. My goodness. So, so now with oh fuck. Oh. Now that Curtis okay. is pleased that it was Gordon, I am too because I was just mega cheese, mega chugging on this joint while I was trying to do that. Cartoons. Cartoons. So I'm All gonna right. let I'm gonna let no I want to lead off. This is something we don't normally do. I'd like let like to let Isaac lead this off by talking about his favorite cartoon series because it is one that is permanently tattooed on him. <laughs> and so yes. I would like I would like for him to be able to lead off the go. Lead not off only that, it's it's a very integral cartoon to start off with. It's true. It's true. It's an important well, fucking cartoon all around. Like it's it's like so, a source of many memes and much good times. Isaac, what is it? Well, I have two technically. So yeah, but we're oh. not. You know which one we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> well, my first one then, the SpongeBob one. Yes, sir. Yes, SpongeBob. First piece, favorite piece so far. I mean, I like my second piece, but we trust me. We all favorite. love Tom and Jerry as yeah. well, which Tom and Jerry is the second like piece. Real OGs. He has Tom. He has Tom. Jer- For those who don't know, he has Tom, Jerry, and Spike chasing each other around his wrist. Yeah, yeah. But above I that, that was is perfect a, to do. No, it is perfect. And above that, though, we got SpongeBob with a control with the PS4 con- PS4 controller. So which obviously. His love of gaming and stuff like that, but his love of SpongeBob. So Isaac, yes. let us know about SpongeBob. When was it that you were first introduced? First, remember what do you oh, what do you man. know about the show? So, had a rough, <clears throat> rough childhood really, so I didn't get to watch SpongeBob a lot. So I never like I never had cable. I didn't get cable until like sixth grade. Yeah. So yeah. in between then, until I got cable. Like times are tough, right? Still, times are tough after, but yeah, no, I get. But it. when I would when I would go to my grandmother's house, who did have cable, I would as able to watch SpongeBob, and SpongeBob to me was like an escape from everything. Yeah, because it's just like, I mean, well, it's I goofy we, shit, you, right? you didn't you didn't have cartoons on normal TV unless it you was had- that morning, right? You had Sesame Street, you had Saturday morning, and occasionally oh, P- you would yeah, have a PBS. PBS, yeah. by the time I got home from school, because my when I got home from school, when I was in middle school, the time I got home was at like 4 o'clock. Yeah. Because my school let out at 3.40, 3.30. So I'm getting home at 4 o'clock. So, I, you know, PBS is like two shows over. Yeah. And then, yes, yeah, Saturday morning, but... That was it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And SpongeBob, so SpongeBob was like SpongeBob was an ex- when I was able to go to my grandmother's house and watch it. It was an escape from everything. Yeah, and it would just all float. It would all float away from my head, and I'm just enjoying the moment of SpongeBob because just off SpongeBob catching jellyfish. Just off catching jellyfish because I always wanted to watch it and I couldn't. That's I wild, man. And now, and now, and now you can now you can pimp yourself out in SpongeBob swag. So, like, I mean, you know, right, life, life, life like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Life, life was rough, and it's good that SpongeBob gave you something to like look forward to, and like that, like upbeat, like it's like I said, no. it's goofy, it's goofy and fun. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Curtis. Uh, now, even though you know you only had to. Uh, or you only got to watch it occasionally at grandma's house and stuff like that. Still obviously enjoyed it enough. When you finally did get cable in sixth grade, did you had move 
or had you moved on from it, or were you excited to have it now and then just started binge watching as much SpongeBob so as you I could? Still, I still, I still watched as much as I could, but then I did also watch other shows. Obviously, Tom and Jerry. Oh. Yeah. Right. Opened my mind. Um, what else was around? Um, I think a few years later, Total Drama Island came out. Uh, yeah, TDI. There, there, there well, was, um... came out in America. It was, I believe, it was in Canada. Oh yeah, like a year before that, and then they started releasing them at Lucha, the same time. Lucha, Lucha Libre. Libre. Lucha Libre. Yeah. Or oh, Lucha, Lucha? Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Black. Yeah, yeah. Mucha, Mucha yeah, Lucha. Lucha. Um, what's that, that one show? That took, it was on Cartoon Network. I forget the name, but it took place in a mall. And one of the fucking characters worked at the, the this giant lemonade. Uh, sixteen. That was at that was sixteen. That was it on Nickelodeon, and that was also another Canadian show that had 16, been transferred yeah. over. Yep, sixteen. Yep. I, remember, I remember. I remember when that show that. came out, and and I was like, I was like, fuck yeah, that actually really well captures like mall rat, yeah, like lifestyle pretty well because that's what they had in my town was mall rats. Um, like now, you had a mall, and that's it. No, we'll get back to we'll get back to sixteen in a little bit, but yeah. For me in particular, some of the growing up ones that being a kid who grew up in, I got some of the 90s shows, like obviously I got a lot of the reruns by 98, 97, or 97, 98, 99. Yeah. So I was getting the reruns. I was a back end of the 90s kid, but I was still technically a 90s kid. Hmm. So I'm enjoying all these 90s shows and everything, but I also got to enjoy the peak of my childhood in like the 2000s, early 2000s and shit. Mm-hmm. So for me, obviously SpongeBob was a huge part, but yeah. the biggest thing for me was specifically the animator Butch Hartman and mm. anything that he did. For the reason that Butch Hartman grew up in the same town that I grew up in in Michigan, so it's very cool. You know, you have oh, a yeah. guy who got grew up, became famous, and then created two of my favorite shows of all time at the time, which were Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom. Yeah. And uh, along the years, he created other stuff, stuff like that. And then I learned later that he worked with Seth MacFarlane on Johnny Bravo and other Hanna-Barbera cartoons in the early 90s. Oh, mama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> jo- man, Johnny Bravo was one of the fucking peak cartoons of all time. Like, it's like, oh, that so dude, that dude's shtick would not fly now. <laughs> like, oh, hell no. He's a beta male, 100%. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that- they would have to. Yeah, if they were to do Johnny Bravo now, other than just like the little tweaks and moments that they meme him off of, like if they were just to redo him, they would have to completely change his character just to be like consenting. I know, which is completely different. Yeah, because like in the old show, he'd like grab onto would, a woman, grab onto a woman, and be like, "Hey, mama, want to go home?" And, he, and they'd be like, "Yeah," and they'd be and they'd punch him or whatever, right? Which was funny because that's what women should do if a guy grabs onto them like that, but. Like, right, he, but he, but he wouldn't be able to like grab onto people like that. He would be the villain of the show. Exactly. <laughs> like he would be the bad guy now. But that or was a great just, show. Or he would just come over and hover his hand over her waist and be like, "Hey, mama, um." <laughs> yeah. Well, some wanna... Keanu Reeves shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keanu more Reeves like, is a gentleman. I think it would be more like butthead. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> Again, we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll but... get to that. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that later. But no, straight up, like, no, I can see that because fucking, like, uh, honestly, Fairly Odd Parents on its own, like that show mm. was incredible. Like, I love that I, show. I, like, I was a bit late in the game when I was a bit older when it came, like, you know, into the scene and stuff. But even then, 
it was still like one of those shows that if it came on TV, I'd be like, all right, all right. And I'd like sit back and I'd be baked out of my gourd by that point and just fucking like watching Cosmo and Wanda get up to shit. <laughs> and here's the best part. Like I used to watch it as a kid and it's just like colorful stuff on the TV. It's entertaining. Fairly odd parents. Oh, that would be so cool if I had my own godparents and shit like yeah. that. You know, and then all I these wacky situations. I want a chocolate cool. shake. <laughs> well, fucking a large goose, a rubber moose. <laughs> Pumpkin moose. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's trying to remember the entire intro. Fuck. Timmy is an average kid who no one understands. Mom and Dad Ricky always giving him commands. He was glued in this room. That's a little fish grave. Every wish because I'm not a parent. I'm not a parent. I love it. It's like somebody. It's like someone who doesn't know the alphabet off by heart being like, it's like P P comes after. Oh. <laughs> Reminds me of the um the the one Family Guy thing where um they get in a plane crash in Canada, and Peter is just like maybe there's a way to learn how to start the fire from the uh, song I start the fire. Uh-huh. Something 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 <laughs> something. <laughs> Yelling really loud, something yelling really loud. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah. We didn't start the damn it. <laughs> oh man. But straight up, like no, that's uh, but like on that show, like honestly, I agree, like the wish fulfillment aspect of it was one thing, but like just the like the writing alone of like how the characters interacted was just f- comedy. Like it was well done right. comedy. Like which and is not yeah. And they had that nice balance also of just like regular word comedy some comedy that was snuck in there for the adults and also mm. morals for the show and also some background comedy like if you read a couple of the background sides it's like you know it's something relevant to the effect but it's yeah. funny at the time or some yeah. show like that and of course we've got some of our favorite memes from that show like one one of my favorite thing is every time i see something pink and green next to each other i'm always like oh cosmo and wanda you're not fooling anyone <laughs> like, no. you know love it yeah, oh. and of course, uh, the Dimadome Dome Dim Dimdale Dim Dim Dimadome Doug Dimadome Doug Dimadome owner of the Dimdale Dimadome Doug Dimadome 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 Dome Dim 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 the man with a hat that reaches the fucking stars yeah the stratospheric hat oh my god straight up though like that show like so I actually remember I actually remember when me and my friends were. Like for my uh, eighth grade field trip, we were going to Washington D.C. Yeah, and in the distance, you could see the Washington Monument, and my friends are like, "Everyone, look at the Washington Monument." I'm like, "No, it isn't. It's Doug Dimadome, owner of the <laughs> Dimsdale Dimadome." Oh uh, yes, <laughs> and everyone started laughing and talking. for a while, and everyone started laughing is where you cut off. That was pretty much it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's that's cool, man. Uh, like, honestly, like, and, uh, that's fucking comedy right there. Like, that is comedy right there. Like, that's golden. Right. And like, and honestly, though, like, when I was a kid, I mean, this might it might be a little bit before your guys' time, but I'm sure you've seen them through reruns and everything else because it's like honestly my favorite show from when I was a kid that I remember is timeless, which is the Batman TV series, the Batman TAS, the original Batman animated series. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. Now, no. 
I've seen some reruns, and I do like the original. Only thing, uh, hmm. doesn't well, that's beat the thing is, Adam West. The, the the only reason, well, no, no, that that was no. way that was even before my time. But I mean, I saw that obviously when I was a kid. But that was even before my time. I liked the Batman animated. The Batman animated shows were all right, but for me, I was growing up in the time of the Justice League and. Mm. Te- the original Teen Titans, <laughs> so which were wow. badass. Which were badass. And the thing is, is, both of those shows, though, like, oh, everything they had to the to Batman, Batman TAS, show. yeah, yep. to Batman TAS, the the animated series. Because when that that show came out in 1992, and like, honestly, it was one of those things. It was made by Bruce Tim, Paul Dini, and Mitch Bryan. Like, oh. these three dudes worked together to make like. They called it like Gothic Deco or something like that. It was like Art Deco, but with a Gothic style, and it really kind of it was influenced beautiful. Gotham. Like it influenced what Gotham looked like as a city, like from then until today, right? Even today, like it's still when you see it, it's got that like Art Deco kind of weird Gothic Man. vibe to it, and like that's because of these dudes. And it's so crazy because this show was the first show that they animated on a black background. Like, basically, every other show, um, like, it would be, like, they would have a white, white plate. background. Like, a white to plate. Make it and light. Then they, yeah, and then they would and they would have a white plate, and then they'd animate it and everything else and that kind of thing. But with this show, they started with a black background, and, like, everything else was, like, added in after the fact. <clears throat> and it gave the show this, like, dark, gritty kind of edge to it. That And, like, the, the, stylist, the stylism of the characters, like, how the characters were styled and everything like that influenced animation from then forward in like western animation at least right like it's kind of like how like the anime shows of the 70s and uh like the 60s 70s and 80s made like the anime that we know now in the same way that those shows back in the 70s and 80s made the anime we know like this batman the animated series made the animation that we know in western Mm -hmm. like the western world now like when we see new shows like you see new shows pop up like you can tell like even shows that you love, like look at Danny Phantom, look at like you know Fairly Odd Parents. Like you can see stylistically how this show like would have influenced them, right, and the people who made them. And it's like well, actually, so I'm good. gonna check and right was... now and see if. Uh... But yeah, because yeah, what... oh, so go ahead, Isaac. When I think of those old cartoons like that, like the Batman, the Spider Man one. Yeah. I always, it, it only thing that honestly hits me in the head like nostalgia is for some reason meanwhile at the legion of doom yeah, meanwhile at the legion of doom <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean and like honestly though like even that old spider-man show like I, that was like you know the one that it came out in like the 70s and 80s that was a little bit even before my time i still watched that when i was a kid but then i saw that spider-man show that came out in the 90s and that show was like fucking lit this is like the one where like Spider-Man got turned into Man-Spider at one point. They they got into the whole, like, fucking, like, Ben Parker, Peter Parker, like, two Spider-Mans, like, storyline. They went through, like, so many of his iconic villains were created in that, too. Like, you got, like, the Shocker, Electro, fucking Rhino, Scorpion. They were all invented for that TV show. Like, and, like, it was amazing. And that's one of those shows that in the 90s, like, when that came out, I watched the shit out of that, but Batman the Animated Series was, like, just... There was something different about it because the characters were more, like, grounded than most cartoons. Like, they tried their hardest to keep it, like, somewhat grounded, and that showed that, like, you could mix 
the kind of like kind of the real world with this weird fantasy world and like it led to a lot of really cool like storylines down you know like i mean like down the line you end up with like fucking crazy shit you know and like even the extended movies and stuff like that like you know like uh like the fucking gray mask and everything else and that kind of thing like it really and and not only that but it also introduced the world to kevin conroy's batman and kevin conroy's no. been playing batman for like a long time yeah a now, long time. i know when i got hbo max my eyes definitely got opened up a lot more to the batman animated mm. aspect considering a lot of them were either on vhs dvd or you had to catch them on a certain uh c- cartoon show yeah. or whatever yeah you know channel Boomerang. cartoon network like on, on a time Boomerang slot yeah now as soon as i got hbo they have every single batman property on there right now basically yeah. all the old movies from the one in 89 all the way up think... through the dark knight trilogy oh, by the way michael keaton is coming back as batman in one of the upcoming uh in the upcoming flashpoint movie Fuck they're yeah, doing it they're, they're making a standalone flash movie and it's going to be for the flashpoint paradox and stuff like that and uh the crisis of on infinite earths and um they're <laughs> michael keaton is coming okay. back as his batman nice think... that's cool but, yeah. so, yeah, go ahead batman i've seen as the killing joker that oh the killing joke was, was so good. good but when i got hbo max i went on a bit a little bit of a binge going through all the uh not all of them but going through quite a few of the animated movies yeah and i gotta say they're pretty fucking fantastic even though under the red a lot hood of them amazing. are similar <laughs> under the red hood was good i saw the killing joke and that amazing. one was amazing uh gotham by gaslight which is him also amazing hunting yeah. down jack the hunt or jack the ripper yeah fucking amazing and the last uh batman was being a ninja was oh awesome. yeah the uh, the uh, anime style one yep yeah there's there one do last they, one do they have one for hush i don't think so i think that one actually might have just came out recently no they recently did injustice yeah yeah injustice yeah. which oh my god oh my god which i haven't seen that one yet but i've played the video it, game yeah. so i'm amazing i'm imagining yeah. it's gonna it's, be it's, great it's distinct in its own right, but it's really, really good. Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you, LumenSpot, for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. So one big thing uh, that obviously happens with most people is they grow up a little bit from the childhood to adulthood. And for me, going from Batman the Animated Series, like I started to look into more like shows that kind of resonated with me as a teenager. You know, like, I mean, because I saw that as a kid and I was like, you know, I want to be Batman. And then I was like, mm, capitalism is flawed as a teenager. So I looked for... You know. See, for me as a child, I'm like, okay, I really like cartoons. I like this stuff and that stuff. I don't really like, I kind of like the real life action stuff, you know, like Drake and Josh and mm. stuff of that nature at the time. Amanda Bynes show Sweet all life that. Of Zach and Cody. Yeah, I wasn't a Disney show. Well, can, we, can we can we take a, just Spencer. a moment that MGK just looks like Kyle from the Amanda Bynes show? You're not wrong. From, from the what show? 
the man, the fucking Amanda Bynes show. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> um, you know who else looks like him? Drake Bell. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I don't know. Well, uh, Drake Bell. Drake Bell. Uh, I think he's looking pretty orange right now. Oh, 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 oh no! He only got probation and a fine. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But Thanks, anyway, Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Cleveland. It was only child endangerment. So anyway, uh, yeah, the live action stuff wasn't like. I yeah. laughed, but it wasn't the main thing I liked. I liked the mm-hmm. cartoon. So yeah. growing from child to teenager slash young adult, I'm like, you know what? I need to stop watching these kinds of cartoons. Yeah. I need to start watching more adult shows and stuff. Yeah. Well, then I found out that adults make cartoons too, considering my older brother would watch those and show me those, and then I would know about those. Yeah. So shows like South Park, Family Guy, The Simpsons. Of course, of course. And these kind of started getting integrated into my head early, like after school, uh, 4 o'clock and 4.30 were two episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! And right after that was The Simpsons at 5 o'clock and 5.30. So I got two episodes and two episodes. So yeah, and then growing forward, I'm like, all right, Adult Swim exists. Stay up a little bit later, watch some Cartoon Network, it turns to Adult Swim, bam. You get Family Guy, you get American yeah. Dad, you get Squidbillies, you get Mission Hill. Mission, oh, man. Like, Mission Hill was one of the ones that, like, honestly, was really integral to me growing up. Like, when I found that show, I was, like, blown away by the fact that, like, it, it was a cartoon, now, but it was, like, visceral. Now, for the viewer or some of the younger viewers or some of the viewers who may not know, Mission Hill was a show that aired on... Uh, Adult Swim in America, at least, and it only aired for a little bit at a time, and it only aired. Fuck, I don't know how many seasons or I anything. I think it only it had was. one. I think it only had one season because of the okay. writer strike. It was one okay, of the. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the three shows I watched at the time. That all got killed by the writer's strike. That were all brilliant fucking cartoons. And on all three of them got killed completely by the writer's strike. Yeah. One of them was Clone High. Only got one season. Killed by the writer's strike because the writer's strike happened. They, they couldn't get the season written for it. They just never renewed the contract. The other right. one was Mission Hill. They got one season. Never came back. Like couldn't get another one because of the writer's strike again. And the third Mind one you, is Mission Hill. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh, oh, and I was going to say, yeah. and the third one is Undergrads, which also only got oh, yeah. one season, which was amazing. Left on like a bit of a cliffhanger with some resolution, but it only got one season. And again, it got killed by the writer strike. The writer strike happened. <laughs> all three of those amazing shows. Now, gone. Undergrads, I saw a couple episodes, but I never got super into it because it didn't air. They're what all made that me much. love Good Charlotte. Because the intro song was Good Charlotte, so. Fair point. Um, but yeah, I didn't get too much of that show, so that way I didn't, or so I don't have too much to say about that. I never saw Clone High, or at least to my knowledge, I never saw Clone High. Mission Hill, I remember that show because it was hilarious. There was the guy who always jumped from the fucking second floor onto the couch, and I remember in one episode they moved the couch and he just completely fell on his yeah, ass. Yeah, ate shit, yeah. Um, 
I remember that was the show that basically first introduced me to an openly gay couple. Yep. That actually loved and appreciated each other. Yeah, and weren't like written as a complete gimmick, you know, like, like, like they were gross. funny. They were funny people, but they weren't written as like a gimmick, you know, like they were written right. as actual characters in the show. One of them was a fucking butcher who was fucking super big and strong, fucking huge meathead. Yeah. He could easily beat the fuck out of you, but he loved his partner who was this skinny, frail, nerdy guy with glasses who ran like a flower shop, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was a great, and it, like, and of course, like that show. I love you, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like. Oh, like, Daryl. Or whatever. Daryl. Yeah. No, yeah. Like. Yeah, but seriously, like, that show, and, like, it's honestly, like, the fact that it showed, like, a realistic kind of, like, life that wasn't, like, necessarily idealized, like, they ran into shit situations. And The, the dude you know, was a drunk, and he would always yeah. run into either ex-girlfriends or one-night stands or, yeah. you know, face the fucking landlord because he didn't have money for rent or some shit like that. Exactly, like, things didn't always go the character's way, but, you know, like, they were, like, so they were, like, not perfect characters, which I think is the difference no. between, like, kid shows and adult shows, is that even though kids are flawed, it's usually more in a ha-ha-ha kind of way, and when adults are flawed, it's more in a ooh kind of way. I can relate to that, and that's Yeah, I can relate to that, and I'm in this now, meme, and I don't like it. <laughs> now, we could also talk about the show that fucking deeply personified, you know, running into shit situations and shit other characters and stuff like that which is ugly americans a show oh that literally God. takes place in hell where you oh, literally yeah. face your demons every single fucking day yeah and you're right and that show like it's you're you're definitely right about the fact that like it literally was all about running into shit like you know running into something that you don't want to run into your boss is literally satan you're dating or your girlfriend is a fucking demon sometimes she's awesome other times yeah your best friend's cool with you, but he's a fucking zombie when it comes to, you know, getting your back and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like, and, and even that, like, it's, like, if we're talking about shows that are, like, kind of, like, just kind of ramp it up to 10, South Park. Oh. It's important fuck. to talk about South Park. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think, what was the first interaction you had with South Park? Because... You being the youngest of us, you probably would have started in the latest, hypothetically. Uh, it was on basic TV, so this was like before I had cable, actually, shockingly. Oh. And it aired like at midnight or something. And I I, I was, it was weird. Yeah, I made up the cable, but I had a TV in my room, at least an antenna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, I was just flipping through the channels, midnight, you know kid up late he's got school but fuck it right yeah and i end up what running in the south park i don't remember what episode it was do you remember but anything of what was going on that just really, that it was fucking hilarious it was just a, it was a, it was a cartoon like I, I don't remember any as long for as much as i can remember nothing terrible actually was happening right right i was i got like a good 10 minutes of it until my mother came in my room because they yell at me to go to fucking sleep. You got school in the morning and saw what I was watching instantly. Like, you can't watch that. Turn that off. <laughs> well, yeah, caught you, caught you watching it. I kind of had a similar instinct. And I'm just like, I'm just like, what? What, what? what was it's wrong that, with it? It was a cartoon. It's literally a cartoon. No, it's not. Now get the fucking bed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is a fucking Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> See, 
I had a similar experience. Um, when I was growing up, my brother, obviously being older than me, he would be in the living room, the one place where we had a TV, and he would watch, you know, whatever he would watch. At the time, it was South Park because he was like 13 years old or so. Yeah. Me only being 10, my parents are still like, I don't want, or no, it was a little bit. Like, my brother was, like, 12, and I was, like, 9 or so. So my friends are still like, we don't want you watching that yet. So I'm yeah. in the computer computer room playing a violent video game on the computer where I'm shooting people <laughs> in first person. Um, <laughs> but then it's time to come out for dinner. So come out for dinner. I hear something in the room or living room, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go uh, grab something real quick in the living room before we eat. Go in there. My brother was watching South Park. It's literally Stan Marsh just walking down a hallway in a fucking hospital while doctors are going by him. So I just sit down and I'm just start watching for a little bit. My mom's like, Curtis, what are you doing in here? Nope, 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 nope. Turns it off, turns it off. And I'm like, what? It was a cartoon. Nope, you can't watch that cartoon. Not that one. <laughs> Literally, I had the same instance with also Family Guy. And Family Guy, I was at a younger age and I'm thinking it's a cartoon. I'm not watching. I'm not listening to it saying it's fucking bright colors on a TV. Yeah, right. but for some reason, as far I as you're concerned, it's remember, Yo Gabba Gabba. I, yeah, Straight up. I can. I don't know why, but I can I don't honestly remember this jokes. episode. Right. A Family Guy. It it was the um it was the um at the time it was the it was the newest episode, which was um Stewie was getting uh like he was having like things and he realized oh wait maybe if I start drinking. And he started getting like drunk all the time because of something. Oh, and they oh, built the bar yeah. in the basement. No, no, no. This is before. No, no. That's way too. No, far it was back. when Stewie Stewie just started copying Peter by like drinking. No, he no he started copying oh. Brian. Oh yes. And Brian was just like, to get you to stop drinking, I'm gonna get you so fucking drunk, basically. And they're at the fucking um, clam. Yeah. And I can remember it started with. Um, Horace bringing them the you know their drinks and he's like is he eighteen? The drinking age is twenty one. Oh, walks away. And just walks away. <laughs> and then, yeah, and I can also instantly remember when fucking Stewie was like, "You're drunk. Give me the keys. I'll drive." And they crash into it, and he's just like, <laughs> "I can remember that to but, a T." And I got yelled at. Hey, you can't I don't think. I don't think. There was anything with TV shows that happened to me like that, but I remember one time when I was like 10 or 11, I bought an ICP tape and my mom made me return it to the store because she would not let me listen oh, to it. Oh, shit. Shake Did you know what it was? Eminem music video. Yeah, straight up. But but uh, but to be fair, but to be fair, it was at the th- album with Fuck the World on it. It was a great Malenko. At the time, great. did you... At the yeah. time, did you know what it was, or did you just think, oh, this looks oh, like no. a cool album? Yeah, no, I, I knew what it was. I already knew. Oh, okay. was so shaky. Kidding, <laughs> yeah. the Eminem music. Video I didn't mind, though. Me. I was like, I didn't mind because I ended up trading it in, and then when I swapped it in, I got the Matrix soundtrack, which was fucking a fire. So. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think it was. No, it wasn't the Matrix soundtrack. What It was for another movie. I can't remember, but it had like Rage Against the Machine on it and all kinds of shit. I loved it. What? Wait, what? Who, who did Fast and Furious? No, it was way before that. Who were the two main people in that uh, ICP? Or is that what? Yeah, uh, Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. Yeah. Too, yeah, too bad they didn't break into your house and make you return it. Like that would have been, been hilarious, man. <laughs> They're just like, ah, ah, parent advisory. Yeah, exactly right. Well, hey, man, I was. That's the thing is, like, I, I, I was just like fucking glad that uh, 
Like I was, you know, like it's like it's. I I got to swap it out for something else because uh right. yeah, no it wasn't uh. Oh. To be fair, I'm not really. I love I like ICP, but I'm not a giant fan. <laughs> so I'm glad I ended up getting something cool. Yeah. E yeah. yeah, I'm glad I got something cool. No, it's fucking so. But anyway, but that's the only thing like that with it. Like it never happened with cartoons when I was a kid. I like I don't think my mom ever like saw me watching a cartoon. Oh, I was like, no, 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 can't watch that. You know, I I can I can honestly say I can relate to the kids who got caught with a porno mag. So I mean, hell yeah, yeah. Well, dude, so back to cartoons. You got caught um, in like a box of them. Not but, those kind of cartoons. Talking about yeah, hentai those kind today. of cartoons are yeah those kind of cartoons are out there, um, um, but um, but yeah like the yeah. adult cartoons definitely when I did finally start getting into uh, watching them like started with Family Guy and my parents were okay with that because obviously it wasn't super violent or this or that or anything. Then eventually they started working and we got on demand, so I started watching South Park as much as I wanted. Yeah, man, and, and I got in just. Literally, the episode that I started, the first episode I ever saw front to back was Fun Times with Weapons. The ones mm. where they're fucking ninjas, ninjas. and it has anime yeah. style. Butters gets the knife stuck in, or the ninja star stuck in his eye. They oh get taken, my dressing, God. Him like, dressing him like a dog and take him to the vet. And it was the fucking funniest thing ever. I understood most of it, other than some of the sexual thing that went straight over my head. Because I was, you know, a fucking dumb brain at the time. Yeah. And it was just great. And then kept watching. Then the Lice episode came out, Tourette's episode, the World of Warcraft episode. And oh, I fucking love one. that. Even though I never played the World of Warcraft, I'm like, I want to play it. But I didn't have a computer yeah. at the time that could run it. Yeah. Um, no, one of my favorite episodes is the one that has actually like PewDiePie in it. Oh, yeah. Cartman one of the more recent own... ones. Yeah, yeah. Cartman starts his own channel. Mm. live streamers uh, here we go we have this common bra guy he thinks he's a cool you streamer let's just get him out of here no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, um. but, but i remember when south park came out like i mean i am i am old enough that i remember like the fir the first time i saw south park i think was like the first episode of south park because i remember hearing about it coming out and everybody was like oh man it's gonna be fucking awesome it's gonna be hilarious it's gonna be great blah blah blah, right. blah. And so, like, so, like, we all watched it. Everybody watched it, like, when it came out. And we were all like, oh, man. Oh, my God. This is this is totally fucking different. Like, those kids said, fuck, on TV. <laughs> Literally like, fucking like, on, 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 on probe that just like, turned yeah. into a giant satellite like, dish. Like, my favorite line, I think, from South Park, I think it's episode three. And I've said this before, but my favorite, 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 like, line is, no, kitty, that's my papa. No, kitty, that's a bad kitty. Mom, kitty's being a dildo. And then think... the mom just chimes in and says, well, I know a special kitty that's sleeping with mommy tonight. Like, that line, when I heard that line, when Cartman's like, mom, kitty's being a dildo. And yeah. then the mom says, well, I know a special kitty that's sleeping with mommy tonight. I was like, oh, my fucking God, this show. What is this? How can they make this? It's okay. Uh -huh. it, 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 yeah, but you know, it gets worse as we uh, see it in the newer seasons of the, sh the, the, the school no. shooting episode. I know. It's like there's no. a school shooting today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, the first one that really like struck home with me where I started finally like in depth listening to the episodes for the jokes and the, you know, humor and the deep me meanings and shit yeah. was uh, 
giant douche and turd sandwich. Do you want to vote for I'm, a giant turd or a douche sandwich? Because I'm going through the episode like, okay, fuck PETA, that's hilarious. P. Diddy's coming in to kill some people, that's fucking hilarious. Vote or die! Vote or die! Um, (laughs) Then you got fucking giant douche, turd sandwich, this whole stupid rivalry and a meaningless vote. But then when he gets down to the breaking it down, it's like... For me, I was watching this during the... uh, I think this was during the George Bush and John Kerry elections. Yeah. And... At the time, I was like completely for George Bush because I didn't like John Kerry at the time, which being a kid, it's like, okay, I don't fucking care really, but whatever. <laughs> and then I'm re- listening to this and I'm like, holy shit, everyone's just a juice and a turd sandwich. And that yeah, message has stuck with me ever they're since. All turd sandwiches. And it doesn't make a difference. You're always going to have to pick a douche and a turd sandwich. Yeah, so... <laughs> so. So either you choose and you have the right to complain, or you don't choose and you just sit back and watch what happens. And then it's funnier because in later episodes they call back in reference to it. Anytime they talk to electoral candidates, one is douche and one is turd sandwich. Yeah. We're here at the debate with douche and turd sandwich. So, Mr. Garrison. Yeah. So fucking great. Speaking of like one-liners from that show, my favorite episode is the Kanye episode, and my favorite one-liner is If I was a homosexual or a fish, I would know. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man, no, episode, I'm not a gay fish. I'm and a actually, genius. And and talking about that episode, just touching on it, I think I mentioned it in passing before, but um there was uh I was watching an interview with the comedian with the dude who wrote that and he said the way that they came up with that episode was they were on a fishing trip because they had gone on a writing like they do like right away camps where they the writers and everything go to like a cabin in the woods for like yeah. a week and write uh, like for bonding and everything else like just as part of their job bondage yes <laughs> yeah for bondage and so anyway this one time while they were on one of these trips fucking Matt St- uh, Matt was like we need to go to this fish farm because apparently he's obsessed with doing like chachi, like touristy shit yeah. like that. So they went to this fish farm and they were sitting there and stuff like that. And one of the, one of the writers commented, uh, man, like seeing all this makes me want fish sticks. And then the dude who wrote, came up with the line was like, looked at him and said, wait, did you say fish dicks or fish sticks? Like, you know, and the guy, and like, and then Trey, Trey Parker fucking just yeah. suddenly was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Has anybody ever told that joke? Ever. And so they all got on their phones, they all pulled their phones out, they all started Googling, looking looking around to see if anybody had ever made, like, a gay fish joke, like, or a fish dicks joke. And they couldn't yeah. find one. They couldn't find a single fish dicks, fish dicks joke. So that's the joke so they, they came up with. And they were like, okay, this is a fucking perfect joke, so we've come up with this joke no one's ever told before. Now, who's somebody who has absolutely no sense of humor? And immediately they were like, Kanye. He was the first person they immediately thought about. They were like, who has no sense oh, yeah. of humor and but wouldn't like would not get this joke at all and would be angry about it? And they were like, Kanye. And so they didn't even have to think about it. It's just they knew. Kanye was and the they, target. Gay fish of a genius. I'm not a gay which, fish, I'm a genius. Which brings me to my other amazing fact from South Park that I fucking love. The fact that they have The fact that they have. Yep. The fact that. The fact that they have uh, 
so much love and care and passion for Kanye West um, mm-hmm. that when he rushed the state or, you know, took the stage and took the mic from Taylor Swift at the VMAs after he did that for 24 hours, they ran the gay fish episode mm-hmm. or was it 24 hours or for it was like remember. a good time. It was like it was like a good chunk of time afterwards for sure. It was a chunk of time where South Park was supposed to run a bunch of different episodes and instead they chose to just run the gay fit the gay fish episode. Gay fish episode to let everybody time. see it like as get to give people as many opportunities to see it as possible. Exactly. Because obviously Kanye loves the limelight, loves the spotlight, loves the attention, true. so they're figured might as well give him what he wants. It's true. You it's know, like when Tom really Cruise when Tom Cruise requested that they pull the episodes that he was featured in out of uh, out of syndication and they started they they responded by featuring them even more. Yep. Like the Church Except- of Scientology was like we'll come after you and they were like okay. We'll make an episode Play. of it. They're like, we'll make an episode out of it. Play. Oh no! Okay, well we'll make one of your cartoons. Okay, well we'll make one of your voice. We'll make one of your voice actors fucking quit because he's a Scientologist and you're making fun of his thing. Okay. Play. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's and that. While we're on that topic, really quick, I would like to say that Isaac Hayes should not be hated because the people that made the I don't decision hate... for him, the people that made the decision for him to leave the show, were taking advantage of the fact that he was in like bad medical condition because he had suffered yep. a stroke and he wasn't able to make his own decisions about his character and stuff on the show. So these people, basically, on his behalf, said unless they stop making jokes about Scientology, he would leave the show. And he never had a say in it because he was basically medically unable to. And then which, they ended up taking him off the show and killing off Chef in a very horrible way. Which is why they also did it in a fucking incredible way where the entire episode also directly says, why did those fucking, you know, guys yeah, have why to Why did those take guys away? have to take him away? Yeah, like, exa- exactly. exactly, right? Why did you and, have to do this to him? Yeah, exactly, And on right? top of that, um, the whole episode, it's obvious... Obviously, he wasn't going to return for the season, so he wasn't yeah. going to do his own voice lines or anything. So these just took old voice lines that they had from him and clipped them together to make sentences. Exactly. exactly. Because they knew, hey, we'll still make the episode because Scientology won't actually do anything about it. But if yeah. he won't give us the lines, we'll use the lines he already gave us. Yeah, because they do still own those lines for the show and stuff, right? And, and that's the thing is like it's like that mo- like that situation it, sucked dick. And at first, a lot of people thought he just quit the show. And that's what was yeah. going around is that Isaac Hayes just quit, like you know. But it was people it who was wrote a... to them on his behalf, right? And it know? was also final proof from you know South Park that we like Isaac Hayes. We want him to be a part of the show, and he wanted to be part of the show regardless of what you fuckers say. So we're still putting him in the show. Exactly, exactly. Just so, to tell that everybody episode... that you fucking killed him. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and so like in that episode, you know, like that episode just kind of shows that you know, like it's one of those things where when people are in a medically vulnerable state. You know, we gotta we gotta look out look out for them. Make sure that the right people are making their decisions for them. You know, right? It, sh- it shouldn't be their church. It shouldn't be their church. It should be the family. You know. Now, mind so. you, even though some of these you know adult comedy or adult cartoon shows are fucking comedies and they're supposed to make you laugh and shit like that, they still have solid messages. They still have some yeah. episodes that are fucking you know really hard hitting and really emotional and shit. Yeah, uh, one episode. of my favorite oh. special episode. I have three examples in mind. One is the episode in Family Guy where Brian does shrooms during a hurricane and Meg fucking explodes on oh, the family. Oh, yeah, she likes, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I get, or I never really felt that situation <laughs> with my family, but obviously just the tension of having to release, you know, all that pent up anger and shit. It's and, like, and, and the joke at the end of the episode was just like, this episode means a lot of us to us. Don't do drugs. If you ever got to talk to someone about drugs, there's always someone behind the library. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's always someone behind the library. Like, fuck, man. Like, uh, um, But there was that episode, and then two episodes of Futurama, which is a show in and of itself oh, that we need to talk man. about. Futurama, I think, yes. I think I know what one of the episodes are. Is it one of the episodes where um, Fry goes back to, like, his old house? Uh... Well, there's the one where Fry goes back to his old house. If any of you mentioned Seymour, yeah, I'm going to be so good. fucking... I, I, I okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to mention it. I don't have to mention it then. Mm-hmm. Nope. We don't need everybody to talk about Seymour. Everybody should just know if you would love Futurama, Seymour. Oh, my God. Mm. <sighs> the most saddest and most heartfelt I've ever felt watching a that cartoon. Is, that was literally the most devastating moment in any cartoon I've ever seen. Like, I'm watching this whole thing. Oh, that was the other. It wasn't Fry going home, even though that was a good one. Yeah, when Fry got to talk to his mom again, that was fucking, that was pretty sweet. That one was sweet. And then there was also uh, Leela fucking finding out her parents were mutants. Yeah. And then showing her fucking growing up in the orphanage with them helping as much as they could. Yeah, she wasn't actually an alien. She thought she was an alien the entire time. Like, that was fucking, that was intense, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, it's like, it's like, and like, Futurama had like, and that's what I loved about that show, and that's why I think it's coming back now, because it had that edge to it that even within the same episode where Professor Farnsworth is like, good news, everybody, you know, like about some stupid fucking invention he came up with, you can still have a moment where like, you know, like, fucking, like, Zoidberg has, like, you know, a touching moment with somebody, or fucking, like, Bender, like, shows... Bender shows more emotion than most other human characters on other TV shows, you know? He has his own personality and his own distinct edge. And, like, like you know, like, you've got, like, the romance between Fry and, like, Fry and Leela, and, like, whether, you know, you know it's gonna happen. Like, you know, like, but it's like, you know, like, like there's Jim so many... Pan. Well, it did. Like, yeah. That's the thing. They gave us an entire season finale that finally showed what would happen if they spent literally their entire lifetime together. Yeah. And they rebooted it back to the point where they could restart it right fucking now. Yeah, exactly. And do things the same or do things differently, right? And it's a, and it's like one of those things where, like, I don't know, man. I think it's it's just like... And and the way that they worked in like that, like that, it's always like kind of about Fry feeling like lost, but like you know at the same time, like it's like how how everybody kind of feels Being like home. a little bit disoriented and lost. But then we kind of it's like about found family, which I think is what right. made it so impactful, right? It's about like you know not having anybody in the world and kind of being like these are the people that I've chosen to be around and let you know. Well. I mean, what do you expect from fantastic fucking writers? I mean, obviously, Matt Growing, the creator of Simpsons, creates fam- or Futurama, too. Yeah. But the writing staff on Futurama... Fun facts about the writing staff. The writing staff held three PhDs, seven master's degrees, and altogether had more than 50 years at Harvard University. Jesus. This was a fucking writing room for a TV show. 
mind you, they've also created three languages. Of them, only two of them have been deciphered. Um, all alienies <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, they had like yeah, they invented their own languages and they invented uh, like and I mean they had they had actual mathematical formulas like like in the background on chalkboards and stuff like that. They had like legitimate mathematical formula and stuff like that that made I, actual sense. I, I'm not 100% sure because I don't know the math to actually solve it, but apparently there's a formula in Futurama where if you solve... This is fucking great. Where do you solve? Where if you solve it, it basically comes out to be boobs. Yeah. Yeah, 8008S, yeah. 80085 or whatever. Yeah, no, it's fantastic, man. And like and and they even did things for like uh basically for like nebula simulations and all kinds of things like that that basically were like actually mathematically accurate. Um when the oh, and another one is the Harlem Globetrotters episode, like when they were on and they all switched bodies. Oh, yeah. Um they actually wrote out a complicated formula of exactly how many times they would need to switch bodies. Randomly before they ended up back in the same bodies, and they like figured the out that body. with, right? They created the actual formula that yeah. they showed on the show to solve that problem. Yeah, which would be simple, and literally every single time it's add two people. Yeah, so it's no like so it's what. like yeah, so it's like switch around, and and it's like one of those things that it's like they eventually got everybody back into the right body, but it like they did the right amount of times because they actually did the math to figure out how many times it would take. They're like, if we have three people who've swapped bodies, how many times would you have to swap those three people to get it to actually, like, be right. randomly, like, to get them to be back in the proper body? And it's like, if, and, like, they did that, and it's amazing. If you do it with the three people itself, then it would be so many times. Yeah. If you did it with the nine people itself, it would be so many times. You had one yeah. person, cuts out this much. You had two people, yeah. this, 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 bam. Yeah, and it's amazing that they actually, they just did the math just for a gag in an episode, you know? Like, that's fucking amazing, dude. Like, it's so amazing. And I'm glad it's coming they've back. I'm stoked it's coming back. They've also taken full-on mathematics, or not only mathematics, but also astrology and shit like that into factor. Like, they've taken what they've, the small little bits they've seen from planets that are far distances out, and they've animated them with oh, a fucking... Oh, astronomy. <laughs> I thought you were going to start she, talking. Yeah, I thought you, you said astrology. I thought you were going to start talking about horoscopes no. and stuff. I was going to let you talk, but <laughs> no, <laughs> astronomy. Yeah. No, it's all good, bro. We're stoned. Um, That's the point of the episode. That's the point of the show. <laughs> you saw me do my fucking bong rips earlier. Oh, yeah, no, straight up. That's the point of the show, bro. We're, we're, we're big so, right now. So, yeah. Fucking, you'll get some idea of a little tiny fucking planet that's way the fuck out there, and they'll be like, okay, animate that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And like, and they have like plausible scenarios for situations that you can run into on other planets and stuff like that. And like, you know, like plausible, like you know, like they're they use a warp technology, but they actually explain in one of the episodes how their warp technology works, which is actually one of the yeah. theories of like warp, which is that you don't actually move the ship; you just keep the ship stationary, generate a field around it, and then move the universe around, around the ship. Oh yeah, you know? when they like, did the so Morbius like, fucking strip thing, yeah. and they went two dimensional. Yeah, like it's wild, man. Right like just the way that the way that fucking like the way that they described it and stuff is an actual. Po it's a physical theory. It's something that they think could oh. be possible. But, uh, but 
Yeah, yeah, we're Shut nerds. Up. We're nerds. <laughs> we're nerds. But, but straight up though, that is a fantastic show. And honestly, like I'm, like I said, I'm glad they're bringing it back. I can't wait to see what they do with it. They've got a lot of the same writing staff coming back, a lot of the same characters coming back, and like, it's gonna be fucking sweet. Hey buds, you really want to show off your love of marijuana, or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to myhighshop.com, and let's get back to the show. So, obviously, cartoons, they shape everything, fucking, uh, how we kind of are today. Fucking, mm. even now I go back and I still watch some of those old cartoons, shit like that. Yeah. But some other ones that, you know, we kind of know and love are some of the ones that some people wouldn't exactly consider cartoons, but also, you know, have evolved lives of their own. For example, anime. Mm-hmm. True. Obviously. Oh. A lot of, a lot of people a lot of people now they'll get very angry if you call anime cartoons. Correct. They Which, are cartoons though. But unfortunately, I, that's the, the only one. this is the best way you can explain anime to adults. Just say Japanese cartoons. Yeah. Because then they know, okay, it's not American, but it's the Japanese mm-hmm. cartoon. And that's it's literally the definition of anime. Yeah. Exactly. Japanese cartoons. Japanese cartoon. A Japanese style cartoon. Yeah. Right. Anime. Now, obviously, <laughs> with Toonami and a couple reruns on like Teen Nick and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, as Americans, we get a little bit of that growing up. And now that we have stuff or streaming services and Funimation and shit, you can get any show that's ever come out now. But. Back in the day, your options were kind of limited to what was on Toonami and what was on Teenex. So Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, yep. and Bleach. Basically, I only watched Dragon ones. Ball. I didn't now, like Nutella so much. <laughs> Nutella. See, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't really get into Bleach, but Dragon Ball, that's where. I watched Dragon Ball a lot. Dragon Ball Z. Ah! Uh, three episodes oh, that, later. Uh, the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Ah! <laughs> That's the thing. The two episodes I watched were all screaming. <laughs> so I'm like, what is this fucking show? I'm so confused. I'm not watching it anymore. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I know. Now, Naruto, I've seen the first couple of episodes. I'm like, okay, this is funny. This is good. This is everything like that. Later and then season. I skipped. Ah. <laughs> and then I stopped watching it and then when I came back they were all in this dome and everyone was fighting each other and everyone had these cool powers and shit and then I missed a week and then I felt really bad and I didn't want to watch it anymore because I couldn't watch it in order and now because there are, and old now cartoon there are, sucks and now there are 800 episodes so even if you wanted to watch them in order you'd be sitting there for three fucking years well, yep. good thing I don't like and it, it, if you skip the filler episodes, though, you'd only be there for two hours. Don't get me started on One Piece. <laughs> oh my god, One Piece. Um, I think it's they, up to like 1,700 or something. It's like over 1,000 now. Not 1,700. It's over 1,000 uh, now, for sure. Over over 9,000? It's got to be over 1,000 at least. Uh, 981. Oh, no, really? 981? Oh, they're getting so close. 
I wonder if they get back to 991 or 999 if they're just going to go back to 0001 and just kind of reboot the series. Or wait. Or... Hmm? Okay. How about, what so, are we uh, yeah, it's all right. So yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, it's a lot of episodes though. A fucking, oh my God, One Piece. Yeah. Uh, so Toonami fucking started playing that a little bit. And again, I saw the first couple episodes. I'm like, oh, this is really good, really good. Skipped it. And then by the time I finally got back to it, I'm like, oh God, there's already 500 episodes and I have no way of watching this for free instantly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I still watch Dragon Ball to this day. They're doing like a super saga, they call it now, and they're coming out with a new movie. And Piccolo is getting a new form. Well, they so had to bring it, it back sick. because the creator was so disappointed with the live action movie that he fucking brought it back out of retirement and started. Thank making God, because that was terrible. Like he got so but, mad at that movie, they, he's like, "I'm unretiring." They saved it. The Dragon Ball Super Series is fucking awesome. It's great. It's awesome. I'll have to check it out. I haven't checked it out yet. But I remember watching Dragon Ball when, like Dragon Ball Z when I was younger and being like, I don't understand this at all. And then I found That's out, great. Like then I found out as a teenager that they cut it up a lot and that they chunked it up into like they got rid of a lot of stuff and they cut a bunch of stuff out and that kind of thing. So I watched See, the originals and I was like, Holy fuck, people die. Like Yeah, not, oh like, yeah, no, they fucking like, I'm like, I'm like, people die. You know how many times like, Goku's died? <laughs> like, seven, eight. Frieza, four. you know how many times they, they bring Frieza back to life? Oh, God, I don't even know. I think when, four. When they bring, no, actually, he's not, like, coming back to life. They bring him in, and he's got, like, this halo, and then they're just like, okay, you got to go back to hell, bro. That's what happened with the uh, the um, the last arc in Super. This mm-hmm. last arc in Super, the um, the basically the guy who created every universe and there's like 11 different universes and the the dude who basically runs every single one of those universes put every single one of them into a tournament called the tournament of powers yeah and if all the fighters got eliminated from the the tournament wiped the entire universe oh wow and that's pretty high stakes yeah and um (laughs) let's see yeah, and then they, you know, it was obviously Goku at the end versus someone, and they and they had and they couldn't find like their seventh fighter, so they're just like, let's just bring Frieza back, and they brought Frieza in, and okay. well enough, they thought Frieza and another one, Android Seventeen, who came into the from the Android arc, were still in the tournament and helped take out the one guy because the one guy was actually really fucking strong, and that one guy who won. If you won the tournament, you got the the guy who gave created all the universes. He gave that winner the seven Dragon Balls, which is a wish of their choosing. And the guy wished for every single one of the universes to come back. Nice. There you go. So, I'm and everyone wins. And everybody wins. And and that's oh. and that's how and that's how. You call wrapping up an episode. You bring it back to the to the beginning so that it's like nothing happened the next episode. You know, like you yeah, start well, the next episode. But well, they haven't made an episode since. So yeah, you make another they episode two, after that. They, they made. Going, a, they're making. Oh, this is the second movie since, but the first movie, the movies See, they've been doing for those are pretty good. Yeah, that live See, action now, movie is fire. 
Personally, I know that there's Shut a lot of filler episodes, and I know there's up. a lot of stuff on Dragon Ball Z. So, personally, I never got into it. Now, when I did get older, I got online because online cartoons are another category. Oh, yeah. But oh. I specifically mm. got into uh, Team Four Star, who does Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Oh my God! Which yes, shortens the Dragon Ball Z episodes down to a funny ass fucking moment montage that gets dubbed and voiced over and it's way better yeah. and i don't think i'll ever be able to actually enjoy the show because no, you get oh, the gist of it from that though that's what i yeah, wanted to mention earlier Djibouti dubs did the same thing with the spider-man cartoons oh yeah with the flick of my wand and the flick of my dick you'll get on your knees and blow me real quick but not right now i can't remember the rhyme but it was fucking hilarious Hey, fuck, That's I hate great. when he rhymes. I'll make you have to suck and blow, but not right now, I have to go! <laughs> fuck, I hate when he rhymes. Yeah. Oh my god, um, it's so great, so great. But it's like, yeah, like, and internet cartoons, like, I mean, honestly, I remember when I saw, like, the first Cyanide and Happiness short. Like, those guys. The sign? Goddamn hilarious. The sign. Mm. Uh, so fucking hilarious, man. Literally, it's just like, it gets, it's literally five seconds, like the barbershop quartet in the taxi. Hey, babe, how you doing? Nice tits. <laughs> you got nice tits. Oh, no. They crash. The guy just rolls but out. My favorite side of happiness <laughs> is still beer run to this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, uh, I'm going to go for a beer run. Dude, you're so drunk. No, it's cool. I'll get more party for the booze. You ain't my babysitter. <laughs> hey, can, oh you get, can you get some ice? Sure, man, I got you. <laughs> Screams the entire way is there, crashes into it, buys his beer, that drives all the way back, of, uh... crashes in, fucking kills everybody at the party. Oh, no! I forgot ice. the ice! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that reminds me of uh, the most recent one that I saw, which was uh, bana- it was called Bananas. And uh, fucking basically dad, the dad dude goes to the store to pick up bananas and he gets like fresh green bananas. And he's like, gotta get these bananas home before they fucking go back. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And so he like runs out to his car and he jumps in the car. He's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Gotta get him home. And he's like speeding through fucking traffic. Yeah. And like as every time it like cuts away and shows him like swerving through traffic, then cuts back the bananas are a little bit more like ripe. And by the time, yeah. and by the time he gets them home, he's like, he's like, kicks the door and he's like, I got these fucking bananas. We gotta eat them really quick. And the wife is like, Oh motherfuck, we gotta fucking eat the bananas, motherfuck. And like, and so he, he like puts them on the on the table and he's like, Let's go. And then he, and then by that that point, they're like brown. They're brown. And like, they're like compost. And he's like, No. Every time, every oh, goddamn man. time. It's just know, like. I- Another oh, good sorry. one is the uh the, the kid reading the joke book to his dad and his dad was just trying to tell him to clean the room and he's like, What do you get when you cross your dad with a bad attitude? What? And he takes off his belt. Is it pants? Pants? And then the pants. ending where he's just like, Hey dad, what do you what do you uh what do you get when you mix pneumonia with bleach? Mustard guest? That ain't funny. And the kid fills the bathroom with mustard. <laughs> What's that smell? Uh, for me, one of my favorites is uh, the office bully. Fucking 
Guys, <laughs> uh, here comes Chad down the office. Hey, loser, what's your name? What's that mustard stain on your shirt? Ha, got you. Hey, 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 Chad, pull my finger. And he just what pushes in his finger with his other what finger. You? Like, what, what are you doing, doing man? <laughs> and then his ass just keeps sucking everything in from the office. Everything just implodes. It goes down with that ship. Whole office implodes on a single point. And then the one guy just comes up from walking down the street. He's just like, well, must be a Monday. Fucking shoves his head up his ass. Fucking disappears into himself and then end of the episode. Yep. Oh, yep. Looks like justice. Was blinded the entire time. <laughs> the purple oh, shirted yeah. eye stabber. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Like seriously, straight up fucking like th- like that's some of the best comedy on the internet. And I mean that like that comedy and like we're talking like mm. even like Machinima's like like fucking Red versus Blue from Rooster oh, Teeth man. and shit. Oh and, like, yeah, and like Machinima. you know like like those kind of things. Now obviously like you no know, like Machinima the company. Yeah, can no, go their fuck dog itself. shit. Yeah, no, 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 like, but, 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 but the thing is, is that they got their name from a thing. Like, the thing is called a machinima, which is any animation that's used, like, a game, and you use a game engine to render it. Like, say, if you're using, like, Gary's Mod to, like, animate a scene, that scene is called a machinima. It's just the name of that type of animation. And, like, they, the company, fuck them, took their name from that thing. Right, so like when and I say when I say on all YouTubers, yeah. So when I say like when money. I say like so when I say like Machinima, I mean like the actual type of animation like made in the Halo engine for Rooster Teeth making Red versus Blue, yeah. which was goddamn hilarious. Because like you know like the Ooh. fact that like those those I loved like, it for the first couple seasons, and then it got so ridiculous that I'm like, yeah. I'm out for a second. Yeah, it got a little bit weird. It got a little bit weird. Um, but, uh, but overall, like, you know, like, there's a lot of great comedy on the internet and a lot of great cartoons that pop up on the internet, like Salad Fingers and fucking, like, you know, uh, like, Charlie the Unicorn. Yeah, Charlie the Unicorn, oh my god. Charlie, well, we're just, going to Unicorn, let's go to Candy Mountain, Charlie! Honestly, just anything by Film Cow. Go to Film Cow and look up anything fucking they have. the llamas, Carl. like, Carl, why'd you kill all those people, Carl? <laughs> I wanted to taste that, their human sacrifice is, blood. Is that blood, Carl? Oh my Dude, god! So oh, no, no, it's just ketchup. I had fries Carl, earlier. why are so those bodies look, so Carl? Fast, and it was amazing. Like, so um, good. One of my favorite is triangle people. Dude, whatever you do, don't watch or not the tri- whole Marshmallow side people. Side. Marshmallow oh, yeah. people. Yeah. Hey, triangle man! Triangle man! Can we eat your flesh? <laughs> oh my god, yes. You can't. But now we have to praise what our new favorite thing is, suction cup man. Oh, Fuck yeah, suction cup man. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm penis man. Well, yeah, depending on it's how man. he is. Fucking obviously, if he's in his normal phase, he's just suction cup man. But if you get him, you know, angry enough and take away his suction cups. No, the fine penis man. <laughs> it's so great. No, the God, fuck Isaac, you are not! Isaac actually got the suction cup, man. Yeah, he actually Stuff legit plushy. went out and got the suction cup, man. And Isaac, if you tilt your camera up by, like, four degrees... Oh, they can't see it. No, 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 they can't see it, but, it, like, it'll be it's, perfectly in frame. Yeah, I know, but it's honestly... It's probably because of Zoom. It's it's fine. 
Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's Looks good. fucking fantastic. It's just like a plushy figure that has suction cups on it, so you can actually stick it to stuff. But yeah, if you haven't seen Suction Cup Man, four part series on YouTube, fucking yeah. amazing, dramatic, fucking hilarious, amazing, dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> You're a bitch. That that man goes <laughs> through hell and back. Yeah, hey, I wrote you a song. It goes like this. Ba-da-dum. You're a bitch. <laughs> Oh, man, the battle between uh, him and Kim Jong Un. Intense. Get the fuck off my missile! <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! The same people fuck make some you. other great stuff. I think they made the um one of they my favorite animes, the skim milk. Don't yep. don't don't fuck the skin milk. I'm gonna stick my dick hold in on. the skim milk. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey man, do we got any milk? Uh, uh no, we all we got is skin milk. What? No, no, fuck skin milk. No, no, don't fuck the skin milk. No, no, fuck the skin milk. No, don't fuck it. No, I'm gonna fuck the skin milk. Don't, don't fuck the skin I'm milk. Gonna, I'm gonna fuck the skin. I'm gonna stick my dick in the skin milk. Do not, milk. Do not, I'm gonna stick my dick in the skin milk. Skin milk. Stick your dick in it. Oh my I think they made the one animation I really like. It's like, it's a parody to the the show The Office. And Michael Scott comes in. He's like, "All right, guys, today's going to be a very serious day, so no pranks." And it cuts to Jim getting interviewed by the cameraman, and he's just like, "I'm totally going to prank Dwight when he gets in the office." <laughs> and Dwight comes in. He's like, "Greetings, inferiors," and he gets stabbed, <laughs> <laughs> pranked, pranked. And he's like, "I knew Jim was going to play a prank on me, so that's why I hired." A stunt double, and then he stabs Jim, <laughs> and then it comes to Toby, the human resource man, or the, the fucking human resource man. Come on, you guys, you can't just keep stabbing each other. I don't, I don't see how this is a prank. They stab him. <laughs> That's insane, man. Like, and honestly, I like, I remember um, another great internet cartoon, The Professor Brothers. I don't know either if either of you guys have heard of The Professor Brothers. Nope, I don't think but so. they do like animated like skits and music videos and stuff like that. And for like there for for me, there's so many memorable like lines. Like I'll forever remember the line: "When you get to the crossroads of life, don't forget your knocks." Yeah, like you never like it's like you know that means a lot. And uh, fucking and also uh, they've got a song called "Prisoner Christmas," which is uh like my go-to Christmas song. Um, I literally play it every Christmas season. Um, it is one of the best songs ever written, and um, it, it will get stuck in your head. It's like one of the catchiest songs, but they do like a very janky kind of like um, almost like the critic style animation, but like a little bit like different. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. like, and it's it's fantastic, man. Fantastic. But like, it's a it's a, yeah. The Professor Brothers. They are legitimately like they make goddamn hilarious content. There's they've got a lot of different songs, a lot of different like skits, um, that are just worth watching and worth checking out. That like you know honestly, I'm glad I saw them and they're just like a crazy thing you can find it in the internet. It's one of those things that people put the shit out here, oh, like yeah. you know, for everybody to see. Yep. You can like you know. Before I hit the road though, because I see you guys are packing bongs. We can't we we can't forget ADS ASDF. Oh no. The ASDF movies are yeah. fucking fantastic. Tomska yeah. has I remember when the first one came out and I fucking watched the shit out of it and I've seen every single one that they've come out since. Same. It's fucking fantastic that there's like what 
It's like 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are yes, it is 14. Well, it's been eight months since the last one, so there's probably going to be a 15th coming soon. Now, is that the... Oh, fuck, that's... uh trying to remember. Is that the one that's got Trogdor? Trogdor... The Burninator? No. No. Trogdor was a man. No, wait, he was a dragon man. In fact, he was just a dragon, but he was still Trogdor. That song was on... That, that song was on... Rock, that song was on Guitar Hero. It was so popular that got I got on guitar. I thought you, I thought that was that Homestar guy. Uh, was that Homestar Runner? Homestar Runner, yeah. Was that okay? Yeah, yeah. No, different. I was yeah, different. Like I was thinking, I I was confused. But anyway, my my, um, my old fart brain like got confused. But with all that being said, I think the buds at home should let us know what their favorite cartoons are, past, yeah. present, future, fucking whatever things have interested you that have been in an animated format. Let us know in comments below on our Facebook, on all the socials and everything like that. And in the meantime, we hope that you've enjoyed our little animated fucking show that we did yeah, here. We are cartoons. cartoons. <gasps> also fucking... sometimes. Where's my knife? I'm stabbing myself. Don't. You're oh, fine. shit. Dude, that was awesome. Now Curtis yeah. isn't animating that, though. Oh, no, not, in so, not in our budget. Well, no, no, it <laughs> no. is not. We what can't budget? send this off to Korea. <laughs> Um, but with all this being said, I do have, like Isaac was saying, I have a bong pack right here. You know, oh, where's your, get, where's your, where, got some where, ash where, on the inside of it from his joint. Where's your joint? Smoked. Gone. Oh. Yeah, gone. Uh, I got, yeah, so you, I don't have to take this shit from you, Isaac. I got my bong packed. So, what are you smoking this week again, Curtis? A fucking uh, sweet Steve Buscemi Bugatti, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and I'm. I'm oh, it's, like a, it's banana macaroon. Banana. Sounds like a car. I do not I'm smoking that rock bud this week. Oh my god, that was it's Steve Buscemi macaroon. Steve Buscemi Bugatti oh, macaroon. Love it. Anyway, that's awesome. Yeah, I got a bong packed right here, just like Curtis does. So we should. Uh... Let's smoke some. Bu -bu -bu Blaze it, buds at home. Tok tok smoke. Tok smoke. Replay, I'm gonna Photoshop a Bugatti now with the replace the girl Steve Buscemi's face. You got it. You got it. Okay. You know what, everyone? This is your homework. Yeah. Steve Buscemi Bugatti. 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 Yeah. Bonus points. Bonus points if you put Curtis inside of the Buscemi Bugatti. <laughs> and the best, the the best one we see gets uh. You don't, to to you don't get to make that call. You don't get to make that call. They have to subscribe to Nope, they have to subscribe to our Patreon for that. And with all that being said, <laughs> Buds, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the I'm a Good Buds podcast. We're gonna roll one for the road and we will see you next week. Yeah, Buds, later. Later. Cut. It's my line, you're playing so fast and loose!